locked into Inception Radio Network, Superior, Wisconsin. From aliens to ghosts, demons to anchors, and from shadow people to the outlandish, Heidi Hollis the outlander, outlander, outlander. Welcome, welcome everybody to my awesome Friday evening. Listen to me, Heidi Hollis, The Outlander. Welcome to the show. Get comfortable. Put your feet up. Do your toenails. Paint them. Whatever. I mean, come on. This is The Outlander. (laughs) Um, I guess I should introduce myself and introduce this program because a lot of people do not know who the heck I am and why the heck I'm talking. But um, I guess I'll I'll clear that up. this show is about bringing outlandish and interesting topics to the forefront from aliens, ghosts, demons, only kind of shadow people to Bigfoot to the outlandish. I would say if it's weird, we're here and now you are too and you're staring at me saying, I'm not weird. And I'm going, yeah, you are. So stop staring. If you want to learn more about me, I always say when it comes to weird things, the outlandish, I'm someone who has been there, seen that, experienced it, freaked out, found some answers, wrote about it, got over it, and now I'm hoping to help others do the same thing and understand this crazy, crazy, crazy world of ours. Go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S, and uh, you will find a lot of things on there, and I also welcome you to check out my other websites, which are ParanormalPledge.com. Uh, UFO, put the number two and the letter U.com. <laughs> and the other F word.com. Are those easy enough? I hope so. Um, and I have a YouTube page. Go to youtube.com backslash Heidi Hollis. Follow me on Twitter. Put a one in front of Hollis. Listen to me. A one in front of Heidi Hollis. <laughs> and uh, you will find me. And same with Facebook. I just put a one in front of Heidi Hollis and you will find me there too. Um, you know, and I want to tell you guys. How you can hear this program, which is really, really cool. We have an app, and a lot of people, I'd say most people listen to this program through the app. So we don't always get a whole lot of callers when we're live because of that, which is okay. But sometimes we do, so you just never know. And the chat room is living, livening up. I'm going to get in there in a, in a second. Um, but go to www.irnchat.com, and you will be in the chat room. You can hear the program that way, too. Um, you know, hold on. There's there's some noise going on here. There we go. <laughs> All right. And you can also hear this program by uh, just calling a number. So friends around the globe who do not have to use up their minutes and their data and all that stuff on their phones and uh, Internet. Go to four, just dial 401-283-6700. And uh, you could also... Be in touch with this program by just calling 1-888-919-2355 or Skype your comments and questions to the program while we're going on here. Go on Skype and just look for Inception Radio Network and send a message on over to MJ, who is there mixing stuff up, producing, and um, it's all fantastic. It's, it's just all good. Okay, so I've got some things jostled here. Oh, what am I, what am I doing? Oh, there we go. All right, so, um, you know, Today is a special day. 
These are always my most fun days and fun shows is when I just get to do the Outlandish Corner only and always for the whole time. So that means you guys and your emails and your questions and the chat going on and that's all this program is going to be about. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> MJ just sent me something. Like, <laughs> never mind. It's funny. Um <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, but yeah, so this show is just going to be nothing but your awesome emails and phone calls. And I do know there's a couple of people who are planning to call in, but we'll see if they call in. It's all good. Either way, I have tons and tons of stuff to carry on here with. And uh, the Outlandish Corner, send your emails to dustoutlander at gmail.com. And uh, I don't care if you got pictures, I don't care if you just have a comment, you've experienced something, you saw something once, you know, you're a little bit confused, or you just want to share, or you want to try to educate me, feel free, just write me, and booyah, we'll get to it. So, there. All right. Um, let's see here. Poop, 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 poop. Oh, there we go. Okay, all right. I got a whole bunch of, oh my gosh, I got some big, juicy emails boom boom that's a big one oh okay oh well guess what oh before i'm even getting to the email we have a caller so i say we go over to that caller and see what's 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 shaking bacon so mj pull him on in hello caller you there hello hello we got a caller here i can't hear them uh-oh hello caller who is it i'm gonna take i'm a guess <laughs> just kidding i don't know who's calling uh okay I, I can't hear you go ahead and speak up up oh, they hung up something happened <laughs> that's all good well caller if you want feel free to call on back it's all good no need to be worried or shy or fearful i promise i will only laugh a lot I just I just laugh, but not at you. I just laugh in general. It's all good. So, uh, but feel free to call back. Uh, let me go and get to this big giant email. Okay, why does this sound familiar? Mm-mm-mm. Okay, all right. Hold on, hold on. You know, sometimes people repeat and send me their emails over and over, and this one looks like it. Hmm. All right. Okay. Oh, here goes another big monster one. Okay, so we're all good. All right. This one says, Dear Heidi, I was listening to Ground Zero and came across the show you were on. For starters, I think you were amazing, and I love the fact that you gave credit to our Lord and Savior who protects us all against evil. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, my mother and aunt saw the hat man when she was little. She says that he would show up frequently at night and stand in the doorway and in the closet and just stare. She was terrified. She would beg her younger brother and sister to sleep with her because of him. My grandparents thought she was just dreaming, and one night my aunt climbed in bed with her and prayed with my mother. My mother asked her if she saw him, and she said no. Many years later, maybe 15 years later or so, during Christmas, my aunt told her that her daughter refused to sleep in my mother's old bedroom at my grandparents' house. My mother mother asked why, and she said that her daughter felt something evil. It was then that my aunt confided in my mother 
that the night she climbed in bed with her and prayed that she actually did see the hat man. What? Oh, why do sisters do this? Why do they do this? I don't get it. Uh, she told my mother that she believed if she was honest and recognized, huh? She told my mother that she believed if she was honest and recognized the hat man, it would give him more credit and attention. Oh, <laughs> well, that thing. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I do. That's a Catholic priest thing. You know, ignore the evil and keep going forward with your prayer. I, I've heard that. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyways, my mother eventually quit seeing him. But when I was maybe one or two at our new house that I grew up in, she started seeing spirits walking through our living room. This happened one night when her best friend came over. The spirit was a young boy who was from the late 1800s and was dressed like he was in poverty. Okay. That night, my mom and her best friend started praying in tongues. And God spoke to them both and called the spirit, the spirit of poverty. Huh? Well, that's, I got a little chill. That was interesting. Uh, since then, my mother has never seen the hat man or any spirits like the one she saw that night in our house. She has seen other entities and believes they are evil and prays against them. Hmm. Both grandparents grew up in extreme poverty. When they got married, God blessed my grandfather with a great job yet both of them carried that spirit of poverty with them my mother for years carried that same spirit she says that even though my father had a great job she always feared that they would never have enough to provide for my family she believes that whatever the hat man is he is associated with fear anger and other emotions that are harmful after listening to your show i believe my mother was spot on well, all right. I have never seen him, and I pray nightly against him and any other demonic spirits. I have seen one spirit, and it terrified me. When I was in college, I became on on fire with the Lord. Oh, okay. I was like, on fire? Oh, no. <laughs> on fire with the Lord. There we go. I have a walk with God and firmly believe in him and his word. That's good. But that time during college, I was completely on fire. I would spend hours praising and worshiping him and digging deeper into his word. I would pray that the Lord would work through me and help heal sickness and disease. I have a tender heart for people in need and who are sick. One night I had a dream that I was walking along a sidewalk and ahead of me were two men, one tall and the other short and blind. When I saw that the tall man was leading the blind, short man, I began praying that God would work through me and heal him. As I started praying, the short man turned and looked at me. I told God, now is the time. Let's get to work. But the short man's eyes were pitch black. Ooh. He grinned at me with a sinister smile and said, look up. As I did so. I woke up in my bed with a black fog hovering over me. Oh, I just got a big nasty chill. <laughs> I was paralyzed and was very cold. I started yelling the name of Jesus. And then I saw the word of God and the words believe. I started saying, I believe. After that, I was released and an overwhelming peace surrounded me. But to this day, I cannot figure out what the word believe meant. Hmm. And what context was I supposed to believe? Also, 
I have a disease called endometriosis, and I have had a rough year. I think you mean year. The disease causes chronic pain and has cost me the chance of ever having children, and I'm only 25. Well, you're a great writer. Um, I noticed through my darkest time when I had my hysterectomy, I would experience sleep paralysis. It was that time that I stayed away from the Lord. It wasn't that I didn't believe, but I had become so defeated. I think I was really vulnerable. I drew close. I realized I had written you a novel. (laughs) Other than my mother and husband, I have no one to share this with and to help me get insight. I have the spirit of discernment. And I can sense things. As I listen to more of the show you're on, I realize that there is so much more to our world than what I was taught. Like I said before, I firmly believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and the Word of God is truth. But there are so many closed-minded Christians today that would shut me down completely. I believe the Bible is full of wonders and mysteries and God has not revealed everything to us. I am not closed-minded and I would love your input on this. If you do Hello? not have the time, I completely understand. Thank you for what you do and your knowledge you shared on the radio show. Be blessed, Kaylee. Whoa, Kaylee, that was fantastic. I'll give us a minute here, caller. I'll be right with you in a second. Um, so I wanted to address uh, Kaylee. Your email was absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much for writing a novel. I do appreciate the big emails, actually. So it's all good. Um, and, you know, I think it's really cool that you do have an open mind because a lot of people seem to think that if you're Christian, you have to, you know, keep beating your head up against the Bible only and only follow just that and close your mind off to it. Now, I, I know that, you know, taking the Bible as whole is what we should do. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine to do. But you have to also keep living this life and keep your mind open to God's wonders. So I think that that is a big thing. And, uh, Oh, I think we lost the caller again. <laughs> also important that uh, you keep yourself moving forward. And I think it's beautiful that you realize what is going on. Oh, oh yeah, we did lose the caller. It's all good. Um, they'll call back. Call back, caller. And just give me a minute while I'm answering the email here. <laughs> and uh, But what's what's fascinating, though, too, it's like you realize that, you know, you experience this freaking Hat man, dude. Uh, was it the hat man? Hold on. You, uh, it was the dark shadowy thing. It was a dark shadowy thing. Uh, it was your mother, aunt, your mom that was experiencing the freaky dude in the closet. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's fascinating uh, that you had that dark cloud over you upon waking up and seeing the freaking thing and, uh, <laughs> and seeing the words believe. I mean, honestly... I think that that word believe says a lot. I mean, you have to believe in what it is that your your faith is in. Yeah, I mean, do you always have to say the name of Jesus to have him respond? Or can you just believe he'll respond with a, with a little mental rope? So maybe perhaps that is what the word believe was for. You know, I don't want to lose the caller again. Caller, are you there? Hello, caller. Hello, hello. I hear nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyways um kaylee i want to thank you so much for taking the time to write and uh oh, hold on okay all right so i want to take uh, uh, thank you so much for writing this beautiful we're having a little trouble over here with the uh, caller trying to get through 
and I don't know what is going on, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, sorry, Kaylee, I'm a little jostled with your email here because we're going back and forth between collar and no collar. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, and, and I was looking at, you know, what you said here about the spirit of poverty. I have never heard of such a thing. That is interesting. That's really fascinating. I, I don't know what that is. Um, but I suppose that is what uh, you said that your mother kind of carried that with her throughout her life. I mean, always worried that poverty would, would strike. You know, what an interesting concept that it actually had a form. That's I've never heard of that. I mean, if anybody else has heard about that, please do write me because that's that's interesting. But I could see, you know, it's just like these dark masses that people see, and you know, people feel like like they're a dark dark cloud of, of depression or, or or death or evil. It takes a form, you know, hat man with a stinky nasty three piece suit and trench coat. I mean, pfft, I would say that that's uh. That's pretty spot on for something evil. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Anybody with a black suit, don't go throw it out. It's just him. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's weird. You know, it's weird. I just have not heard of this before with the spirit of poverty. Um, and what else were you saying in here? Just give me two seconds. The open-minded believe. Yeah, but, you know, I, I really think that the word believe was to try to get you to you know, realize that it's it's not always being able to form words to have Jesus respond. You were paralyzed. You weren't able to do it. So just, you know, throw that rope out to him and he'll come down it. He'll rescue fast, faster than a, than a fire department uh, fireman. How about that? <laughs> All right, Kaylee, I'm going to move on to oh, this next email. Let's see, what is this one? I, you know, some of these things just sound so familiar, but I just never know because they do kind of repeat sometimes, but I'm just going to go with this. Somebody raise your hand if, uh, <laughs> if this is a repeat. God only knows. Okay, hold on. What is this one here? All right. Okay. Okay. It says, Dear Heidi, that's me. Hi, I'm not sure if your team. Oh, yeah. I, this sounds familiar. This sounds from. I am pretty sure because who says that one? Okay. All right. So I'm going to go. And check out this other one here. I've just got so many. Just way too many. It's all good. Okay, here we go. Doop, doop, doop. Oh, and of course, that is not the right one. All right, so I've got to do a little something here to pull this thing out and to get this going. All right, give me a second. My things are just flip-flopping all over the place. Just not going well. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, uh. All right, so check this one out. All right, this says, Dear Heidi. Now, this sounds like somebody whose English is just a little bit broken up, so pardon me. I'm going to try to sound this, some of this stuff out. It says, The legend of Hatman exists also a very long time in north part of Morocco in the Rif Mountains. This entity is all in black and has a hat, a kind of cowboy hat, or a hat that you see on the Amish people. This entity makes itself known in your dreams and chokes you. It is very sinister and evil. It also has red eyes and wants to kill you, rape you, and take your soul and then possess you. 
What I find is weird is that the Moroccan culture does not use cowboy or Amish hats. Mostly a kind of UL band, the Jebala, Jebala? Jebala Riff women wear a kind of sombrero. I don't know what the sombrero is. Um, the name of the hat man in Berber Arabic is Bukabus. I hope it's pronounced right. I have a lot of encounters with shadow people when I was five or six years old. They almost killed me once. They called me to run towards them, and then a car ran me over right after that. I was almost dead. I have many sleep paralysis, and then I encounter the phantom monk entity or black dog with white I think they're spelling white eyes. I'm running after me in an apocalyptic background. Two times I saw then when I was awake on the corner of my eyes. I looked fast. It flashed away like a terrible tattoo ink. Oh, okay, like an ink blot. Other times I could not sleep and I saw gargoyle-like being black looking. It was too fast. And my brain couldn't recognize it fully. After a time, I remembered it. I think that angels of the Almighty God and that only them can save you from these entities. Thank you, Abel. Oh, interesting. Interesting, Abel. I have to look up this uh, the spelling of this. Oh, boy. How did you say? Where's the word? Bukabus. And it's an Arabic word, huh? Interesting. So, you know, believe it or not, this hat man freak has been seen across the globe. But for there to be a legend over there in the Rif Mountains, holy cannoli. I mean, that's uh, that's that's pretty, pretty, pretty freaky. I did not know that. I don't think, hold on, the Moroccan, I, for some reason, I want to say that somebody wrote me about over there in Morocco and like they had killed one of them killed a hat man why does that sound familiar I I think so you know I get so many uh emails and I want to say that I heard something like that but I'm not sure god only knows I might me and my mind uh, we'll see okay hold on here comes there's somebody that is sending me a message that's asking for the phone number so I'm going to send it to him. How about that? We might get somebody else calling up here. All right. So that's interesting. I, I've just, I don't think I've heard anything from Morocco, but it could be, it could be that same one that I'd heard. Okay. I'm pulling up another one. Oh, there's a little bitty one. All right. This one says, dear Heidi, good afternoon. <laughs> uh, I'm in a rush at this moment. I've never knew about this hat man until now. Yesterday was my third night in a row. Wow, just yesterday? Oh, hold on, you sent this three days ago. Uh, yesterday was my third night in a row that I saw him. I wasn't making a big deal out of it. What? Because every time I opened my eyes and saw him, nothing happened in me. I wasn't afraid. I just saw him stand in front of the door. And though, well, he is a visitor, he will go away. And though, huh? I think you mean, and I thought, uh, he's a visitor and he will go away. I'm from Veracruz, a state in Mexico that has 
a special town for witchcraft, demons. Huh? Okay. I think you mean it's a special town that has witchcrafts and demons and etc. At this moment, I'm living in Baja, California, so I separated my life from all that voodoo stuff, but I'm aware of all types of things. I thought this hat man was a ghost, a very quiet ghost, because he never did anything, only stand in front of the door without saying a thing. Well, this morning, I was telling my sister about him and looked up on the internet about a shadow hat man and started to read all the stories to my surprise. I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one. But what freaked me out was that in every article, they say that he comes with illness, dark luck, bad news, etc., etc. I don't know what he wants, but three days in a row, that is not a good thing. I live with my boyfriend, and he doesn't believe in any stuff like that. I don't know if I should tell him. I'm going to read your book to see if something like that happened to anyone else. But at this moment, I am freaking out big time. She capitalized. Thank you, Priscilla. Holy smokes. Well, Priscilla, um, I would say not to isolate yourself and go ahead and tell your boyfriend. Let him laugh at the hat man. That's fine. I laugh at him all the time. Um <laughs> I mean, don't challenge him and say, oh, you look stupid in your big hat. You know, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it does help in numbers to take on such horrific stuff. Um, I'm glad that he hasn't done anything to you yet. But, you know, sometimes I, it worries me when people are like, well, he's just kind of sits there and stares. I, I don't really feel fear. I just don't know why he's there. And I think sometimes <laughs> he puts this invitation to allow people to be curious, if that makes sense. You know, for people to question, hmm, come on, have a seat. Don't be shy. Have a seat. Come on over. You know, like he's waiting. And, and like, I don't know. You ever look at a door that's, that's locked and you're like, God, I really need to get inside. How can I pick that lock? Hmm. I'm just going to sit here and stare at it a little bit and see if I can figure it out. I, I, I wonder sometimes if that is what, his rotten low down. Your lock, Priscilla. That's what I'm afraid. Of. And uh, I would wait for him to get a bobby pin out because <laughs> he might get crafty. <laughs> um, honestly, I mean, it sounds funny, but he is—he's uh, a stinker of a sort. And I—I I really, really, really would be weary that he's—you're waking up and seeing him, so you see him. He knows this. He's looking right back at you going, that's right. I'm staring. I want to break into you and figure you out. And uh, that's very, 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 very scary. So I'd say just get rid of him. Don't be curious. Don't be, oh, he's not so bad because uh, I'm not scared. Just show him the door. Give him a big old foot in the backside. So we're going to go to our first break here. You're listening to me, Heidi Hollis, The Outlander, and we'll be right back.
locked into Inception Radio Network, Superior, Wisconsin. Hi, this is Heidi Hollis, and I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about myself and my writings because I am a published author. I write on everything from angels to aliens, ghosts, demons, shadow people, I don't know, you name it, I do it. And I would like to invite you to go check out my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, which shows, oh my goodness, all my books, and I think you guys will dig it. Jesus is No Joke, which is about holy encounters with Jesus, which is actually quite different than what you might expect. And then my book, The Secret War, which is based on shadow people. And I am also a cartoonist, diary blog of the Fickle Fighters. Uh, These are kids cartoons that I do, and they are exploring absolutely everything that I write about in my regular books. So I invite you, please go check out my website, HeidiHollis.com. Check out my books. I think you'll dig it. It's something different. It's something new. And uh, I write just as I speak. So don't say I didn't warn you. Inception Radio Network listeners, did you miss a show? Well, guess what? You can check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search Inception Radio Network to listen to the latest archives of all the shows on IRN. Another way to listen to us anywhere, anytime. For IRN, this is MJ. And oh yeah, right, right. Remember to subscribe too. Hit the subscribe button. Hello, Inception Radio Network listeners. This is Amanda. Remember... You can take your Inception Radio shows on the go. Just download the Inception Radio Network app for your iPhone, iPad, or Android smartphones and access live shows, past shows, guest lineups, and much more. Just visit the iTunes Store or the Google Play Marketplace and download it today for free. Are you a fan of Inception Radio Network? Do you reckon it's the best alternative talk radio station on the planet? Well, if you do, head to facebook.com forward slash Inception Radio Network and like the page. Tell your friends, spread the word, and keep listening to the best. Hello, everyone. Lorian Fenton here, host of the California MUFON radio show, asking if you'd like special access to exclusive and amazing information about UFOs, the paranormal, and all things unexplained. If you're nodding yes, then join IRN's Insider Club. As an Insider Club member, you'll get an all-access pass to premier Inception Radio Network content for only $4.99 a month. This includes live UFO and paranormal conferences, live streaming UFO sky watches, exclusive IRN radio and TV productions, and of course, paying radio with MJ and Ken Storch. So don't wait any longer. Visit InceptionRadioNetwork.com and click on Member Login to join IRN's Insider Club and get your VIP access today. Listeners, this is MJ saying hello and sharing an awesome secret I discovered. It's called DreamNuage.com. 
Fresh, raw, organic ingredients are used to create all their products. They are made in very small batches to ensure quality and freshness. Handmade in the USA, each product is created with care and with the finest organic ingredients. There are no preservatives, dyes, or chemicals in any product. Stop by Dream Nuage and relax. That's D-R-E-A-M-N-U-A-G-E dot com. Simple, raw, organic. Hello folks, Heidi Hollis is rocking the airwaves every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on IRN. But if you want to learn more about Heidi, check out her amazing website at www.heidihollis.com. For IRN, this is MJ. From aliens to ghosts, demons to angels, and from shadow people to the outlandish, Heidi Hollis is... Welcome back, everybody. You listen to me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander. Remembering always, if it's weird, we're here, and so are you. So it's all good. You're among friends. So today is nothing but open minds, emails, 100% Outlandish Corner, my most fun and comfy shows. I think I have the most fun with them. And, you know, we had a caller I was trying to get through, and I was having some issues hearing them. They couldn't hear me. Well, we got her. We called her back. So we have Sam on the line, and... uh, Sam reached out to me through uh, Facebook and then an email, and I'm so happy that she was bold enough to call into the show because I know a lot of people are really fearful to do that, and it's it's really great of you. So welcome to the show, Sam. Hey, it's great to be here. Yeah. So my goodness, um, you know, I I I wanted to hear you know from you what your story, what is going on that uh, hopefully we can help you out with here on the program. Okay, so I should probably start with explaining how I kind of got introduced to all this supernatural craziness. Oh, sure. We love craziness. Go for it. So I am what is called a lucid dreamer. It basically means I have a particular ability to manipulate what I say and what I do in my dreams, which is amazing. That's awesome. I, I, I'm lucky enough to be able to do that sort of thing, too. It's it's pretty cool. You feel powerful yeah, at times. <laughs> not too different from astral projection, which I'm also working on, but... <laughs> so I was... So I've done a little bit. I've had this ability, as far as I know, since the age of seven. So fairly young. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't know it. And as I already told you in the Facebook message, I encountered the hat man around that time. Okay. He was surprised, I think. But he certainly didn't know what to make of me. And what do you think surprised him? That I was there in the first place. Ah, okay. I I probably wandered in the summer where I probably shouldn't have been but made it there anyway. Ah, so do tell. Let's hear it all. Okay, let me actually... I wrote this down. 
So let me just pull this up. That's fine. That's cool. Okay, here we go. Yeah, nothing exactly happened. It kind of just ended. Nobody said anything, and that's pretty much when misery entered my life and kind of stayed. Hmm. So I have been seeing the Hat Man for 10 years. Holy smokes. So when you've seen him, I mean, first describe what he looks like and how do you know that his he's around? Um, he is tall. How about tall? Seven, eight feet yeah. on average. Mm-hmm. That's him. As a kind of a nice-looking wide-brimmed hat, kind of. Wears a nice suit, very shiny black shoes, and red eyes. Always red eyes? Always. Okay. Is he clean-shaven? Does he have a goatee? What are you saying? Clean-shaven. Okay. Pale? Definitely. Okay. So... He's quite tall. Where do you usually see him in your room? In my room? Ah, there's a reason why I keep my closet door closed. Of course. Yeah, yeah there's a mirror in there that he, like, right inside the door that he likes to show up in. So it doesn't matter it, what time of day or night. Does he come through it? He did once, and that was actually a recent encounter that scared the crap out of me. So what is he generally doing when you're seeing him? What is he up to? What is he saying? He doesn't say much for the fact that I'm his. You're his? Mm-hmm. So it, what's his voice sound like? Is it high-pitched like Mickey or what are we talking about? Um, it's kind of baritone. With yeah. a hint of raspiness and very threatening. Right, right. So when you are in his presence, what what do you feel coming from him? I fear for my existence whenever I'm around him. Oh my goodness. So you feel utterly threatened. It, so you feel he like he wants to destroy and possess you, essentially. Exactly. So what do you think is stopping him? I don't know. I think he's... It's taken me recently four years to get pretty much figure out his plan, kind of, because it's taken me years to actually recognize the fact of what he's been doing, and that is isolating me from everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it definitely it weakens a person when you have nobody to relate to, no one to go to. And even if a person, uh, their story isn't believed, at least you have others around you. But if you're just like, ah, they ain't going to believe me and I'm just going to be laughed at, you know, it isolates a person, sadly. And it could drive a person mad. Yeah, this has been going on for 10 years. And only in the recent four have I begun to notice it. So what what do you mean by that? 
I was fairly isolated as a kid from my from others my age because I was different personality wise. Okay. I was the tomboy among the girls play with Barbie dolls, boys play with trucks. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So it and, essentially oh, go ahead. And I was surrounded by people that really didn't like that, and so I think the Hatman latched onto that and just continued to drive the witch. You know, I, I I think that you're very wise in coming to that conclusion because uh, he does go after the more vulnerable, those that are not in the pack, you know? So uh, this is exactly what he does. So whether it's somebody that's depressed, uh, someone who's who stands out in the crowd, who doesn't quite quite go with the flow and maybe picked on for it, uh, he definitely feeds into that. And uh, sadly, and he gains more strength. So... Yeah, I don't know if you heard at the beginning of the show. I was reading off, uh, you know, the Hat Man staring off, staring at the this person that had written, and I think he he looks for a way to pick people's locks. I really do. He's a he's a clever devil. Um, he, he he's tries very to figure... clever and very showy. But in this case, it's scarier because he's so subtle. You don't notice it, like the magician. Look over here while I do this. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know, somebody's asking an interesting question in uh, the chat room, and, and I don't take this as an insult, but they're they're asking if you, as a child, had an imaginary friend, because, you know, that's a telltale or sign. Or two. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the chat right now, actually. Yeah, an imaginary friend or two. Um, no, not really. So I did, I wouldn't, actually, he might be considered an imaginary friend, but... Yeah, I have this toy named Terror. Mm. He's just a little lizard toy. He's kind of my best friend. He's been there where no one else was. He's always understood. Interesting. Always a source of comfort. Uh, you know what was my comfort growing up, and I'm not kidding you. <laughs> it was a Snoopy hand puppet. <laughs> That thing went everywhere I went. I mean, it was it was my go-to. It was when I needed yeah. to be comforted. I it just there was a spot on my neck that he went to, and my neck curled around it. I was just you know that was my comfort. You know, uh, it was like Linus yeah. in a blanket. I took care of everyone with me, even on, like when I would hang out overnight at a friend's. I would take care with me because mm. I kind of felt alone without him. Gotcha. Because you were isolated. Because you were different. And and then mm-hmm. Hat Man came along. I gotcha. So can you can you describe probably uh, you know a couple of the incidences that you've had with the Hat Man? Oh, definitely. I have them all in this wonderful dream journal I've been keeping. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so should I start with the most recent one? Oh, sure. Whichever you'd like to start with. All right, so the most recent one involves the closet mirror. Okay. This was actually yesterday night. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so basically, I'm just sitting in bed. I'm about to go to sleep, and I forgot to close my closet door because I was rummaging through it for a book. Hmm. 
So I kind of, so as I point you say, by answer that stint where I decide to either lucid dream or not, and I, of course, chose to. Okay. I ended up dreaming of my room in real time. Mm. And that never happened before until now. Oh, wow. Oh, that's different. The closet door is open. And when I look through the mirror, he is on the corner of my bed, standing tall, his hair, his hat, brushing the ceiling, and just staring down at me. What was the brushing? What was the what was brushing the ceiling? I didn't hear that part. His hat. His, his hat was touching the ceiling. Oh wow. Yeah, he was ridiculously tall, the tallest I've ever seen him. Wow. And this is a, a flat, like, gaucho hat, like Zorro type of hat. Mm-hmm. Right? A Zorro type hat. So is he bent over or is he, like, standing tall? A little bent over, probably about two inches or so. And he's bent over looking at you. And is he moving? Is he breathing? Does he do anything? He says this after he just points at me. Oh. Yeah, he, yeah, he says, you're not going to get any help. Not while I have my claws sunk deep into your soul. No way. He said that word for word. I'm uh, still shaking from it, actually. My God. So I have to ask you, what is your, do you have a, a background of faith in anything? A belief? Um, I have a Norse shamanistic belief. And what does that consist of? Well, essentially, it's Norse paganism. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm, I don't know if you've heard the angle that I usually come at this stuff, because, uh, I'm sorry, but Hatman hates my guts and feelings are mutual. I think he's a perv. He stares at kids, women, whatever. I mean, he's just a perv. I cannot stand him. He's horrific. He's got rapey eyes. Um, (laughs) I I don't prefer him at all. So what I I suggest to people, (laughs) the producer's laughing. He thinks it's funny when I say Hatman has rapey eyes. He does. Um, But, uh, you know, were you, you weren't raised in this belief. I bet you have a Christian background, don't you? I actually have an LDS background. Oh, well, hello. So it, that's... Yeah, I'm Utah, so... <laughs> it, so that's... Do you consider that to be a somewhat kind of strict religious belief? It is. That's why I never really fit into my community. Yeah, okay. So I kind uh, of was the black sheep. Well, but, you know, I always find that people, when they have, like, a basis that, that has Christ in it, they, that they kind of always like him. They don't have anything against Jesus. They really don't. And they always kind of revert a little bit still to that faith in him. Do you have a little bit of that in you still? It's been, well, let's see, where am I going to quote this? Okay. Yeah, basically, along with isolation, I have been losing hope. 
for so long that I'm practically yeah. blind to a lot it's, of things. It's getting a little hard to hear you. Um, can you? I don't know if you're far from your phone or what. Something's getting yes, a little hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you yeah. can move a little closer to it. Okay. What? What was that? It's been so long. Yeah, I've been losing hope. Yeah, I. It's. It's like I've been blinded. As I was isolated. I see. I don't really have much hope left. It's just been getting worse, especially now that I'm physically away from good friends since I moved a couple months ago. We're, uh, what, like long distance? It's about an hour of travel. Why on earth did you go so far? Work? <laughs> School. School. Ah, gotcha. Well, you know... I understand. I mean, you say you've lost hope. I mean, this is this is what I'll tell you something. This is this is a little um, bit of my background. So, I was raised Methodist, and I was, you know, I was seeing things. I was kind of predicting some stuff, and and I approached the pastors of the church. You know, I'm like, God, I'm seeing this, and I, you know, but I, I didn't tell them it was me. And I said, What do you think of people who know a little bit of the future? And they said, Well. Only God knows the future, but only the devil would tell it. So essentially saying, you know, I was evil and da-da-da. I'm like, well, this this isn't right. You know, I just, I don't feel evil. And I just didn't feel like all the answers were in the church anymore. So I started pulling away. And this was as a kid. And uh, I, I continued to do that for a bit. And then, then I saw, you know, I was raised in a haunted house. I saw... Um, I saw UFOs and later uh, alien-like creatures and, you know, just strange things. And I'm like, this stuff was more real to me than that character in that historical book called the Bible. So I, I was just, you know, <laughs> I believed God existed. I said my, you know, ritualistic prayers every night, even though I didn't have a whole lot of feeling behind it. And, and I just, I just kind of did that. You know, I went through the motions without the emotions or the strong faith that I needed, you know, so I, I left it alone. So here I, here I go, me and my college roommate, we have a really powerful experience with an alien. And <laughs> I was just like, you know, this is, this is it. This is, this is where I'm, I'm heading. This stuff is so much more, you know, meaningful. And this positive alien being called me out on saying, I didn't pray enough. <laughs> I said, what? What is this? What, what just happened here? I had an alien tell me I didn't pray enough and told me that Jesus is who he said he was. And it's recognized throughout the universe. I mean, you could have just knocked me over with a feather. I was like, well, okay. You know, and it's one thing to hear that, right? And then, you know, not much later, um, I had an overwhelming experience where I mean, it's so I, I had great friends often making fun of my friends who went to church. <laughs> I said, pray for me because if I step to church, I'll start on fire or something. You know, I didn't mean it. You know, I believed in God and that historical figure was interesting, Jesus. But, you know, I really didn't have a whole lot in it. And But then I had an encounter with Jesus just before I put out my book, The Secret War, that's based on shadow people. And I had to rewrite a chunk of that book because I had blasted Jesus and I had blasted people who said they saw him. I didn't believe in that. And I had to go 360 and go back to the church pews in my mind. I didn't go back to church, but I went back to my faith and had to go, he's for real. 
I kept telling people over and over, Jesus is no joke. Jesus is no joke. And they're like, Heidi, what, what the hell happened to you? I'm like, I saw him. And that's the title on my book, Jesus is no joke. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> and it's because of that. And then I had other experiences with him that I put in that book as well that got me to be able to fight rotten, low down, good for nothing, hat man and shadow people because without it, I might as well throw, I always like saying, I might as well throw a shoe at, at the hat man because he would have taken me out a long time ago. I think he's tried. I think the shadow people have too. But oh well, that just ain't going to happen because what floats my boat is called Jesus. Hello. And you know, I'm not I'm not afraid to say it either because it's it's just that powerful and it's helped that much. So I know you've got it in you. So I hope that, you know, don't lose hope because I can't even tell you how strongly and how close Jesus is sticking around, paying attention to everything, waiting for you to throw a rope to him. Honestly, I, I was blown away by it. And, and I don't know, you know, if it helps to hear somebody else who's been down that road who's, you know, I lost faith. I, I had so many crazy things going on in my life with aliens and demonic looking things. I, I can't even tell you. I was afraid of the dark to death. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. Yeah, I would throw up to Jesus, but I just don't want to throw it because I can't see it. I've been blinded. But you can say, you just said his name. <laughs> so your mouth works just fine. I think you should try that the next time Stinky Hat Man comes around and just say it and see what happens to him. See what happens to him. He really hates the name. And have a little faith behind that name when you say it because uh, I think you'll be really floored. Don't don't feel isolated. He's always around. Jesus is always around. You think Hat Man's around a lot? Please. Jesus is watching his him by his tail. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times it, it's saved me so much to say the name of Jesus. It, and uh, it, it's, it's powerful. And uh, he says he has his claws into your soul. Let me tell you, Hat Man likes to talk crap. He is the biggest BS... <laughs> Talker, he might as well have a spot on the NBA <laughs> or, or the NFL because he will talk BS to scare people. Oh, I got you now. Oh, really? Um, that's why your words are so powerful. I'm shaking in my boots. Oh, there goes my soul. No, you know, yeah, he's he could convince people of his of his strength. He's powerful, as powerful as you allow him to be. But you know, he he has to break people down. It bitty bits at a time and it's sad i think it's sad poor thing he probably needs flowers feel sad. <laughs> i mean but know this no he cannot he cannot uh you know he can't he can't just grab you he just can't he cannot if he could he would have done it 10 years ago he's he's been working a long damn time on you i'm sorry but he's been working hard <laughs> But, years, yeah. Yeah, he he's not successful yet. So what does that tell you? <laughs> You're a lot stronger than he had bargained, honestly. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, what do you do? You feel powerless when you're around him? Like I said earlier, I literally feel from a fear of my existence. Yeah, I think I am that scared. I understand. Well, you know, you don't have to Latter-day Saint it, but if you want to look to Jesus again, go for it. I mean, 
it, he's there and waiting. And I think that that faith that you were raised in is what's kept him at bay, this rotten hat man. Honestly, I, I just, I can't, I can't imagine that if he had his claws dug so deep, he would have ripped at your soul already and taken you out. But he hasn't. Have you woken up with scratch marks on your body? Along my ribs and along my spine. How many? Yeah, um, like, look in a mirror. Well, no, when he scratches on your uh, scratches on you, is he like? Do you see like the claw marks of a cat, like five or four, or what are you seeing? I see four. You see four. Okay, so they uh, usually like outright demonic attacks. They say three. It's the mock of Trinity for some reason, um, uh, but it seems to always be in threes. But uh, honestly. He, he's he's scratching at the surface, but he's got no dice yet. And know that, know that. As, you know, it, it, we're gonna we have to go to a break here pretty soon. But I want to bring you back still on uh, after the break, if that's okay. Would you stick around? Oh, I will stick around. This is too good of a conversation. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I I hope it's inspiring you a bit. I mean, because gosh, he's got such weak game. Oh my god. I mean, he just tries his freaking best. And I think there's some questions that have popped up in the chat room. I have to take a look here in a second. Um, but you know, we're going to go to our break, you guys. You're listening to me, Heidi House, The Outlander, and we will be right back. into Inception Radio Network, Superior, Wisconsin. Hi, this is Heidi Hollis, and I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about myself and my writings, because I am a published author. I write on everything from angels to aliens, ghosts, demons, shadow people, I don't know, you name it, I do it. And I would like to invite you to go check out my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, which shows, oh my goodness, all my books, and I think you guys will dig it. Jesus is No Joke, which is about holy encounters with Jesus, which is actually quite different than what you might expect. And then my book, The Secret War, which is based on shadow people. And I am also a cartoonist, diary blog of the Fickle Fighters. Uh, These are kids cartoons that I do, and they are exploring absolutely everything that I write about in my regular books. So I invite you, please go check out my website, HeidiHollis.com. Check out my books. I think you'll dig it. It's something different. It's something new. And uh, I write just as I speak. So don't say I didn't warn you. Inception Radio Network listeners, did you miss a show? Well, guess what? You can check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search Inception Radio Network to listen to the latest archives of all the shows on IRN. Another way to listen to us anywhere, anytime. For IRN, this is MJ. And oh, oh yeah, right, right. Remember to subscribe too. Hit the subscribe button. Hello, Inception Radio Network listeners. This is Amanda. Remember, 
you can take your Inception Radio shows on the go. Just download the Inception Radio Network app for your iPhone, iPad, or Android smartphones and access live shows, past shows, guest lineups, and much more. Just visit the iTunes Store or the Google Play Marketplace and download it today for free. Are you a fan of Inception Radio Network? Do you reckon it's the best alternative talk radio station on the planet? Well, if you do, head to facebook.com forward slash Inception Radio Network and like the page. Tell your friends, spread the word, and keep listening to the best. Hello everyone, Lorian Fenton here, host of the California MUFON radio show, asking if you'd like special access to exclusive and amazing information about UFOs, the paranormal, and all things unexplained. If you're nodding yes, then join IRN's Insider Club. As an Insider Club member, you'll get an all-access pass to premier Inception Radio Network content for only $4.99 a month. This includes live UFO and paranormal conferences, live streaming UFO sky watches, exclusive IRN radio and TV productions, and of course, paying radio with MJ and Ken Storch. So don't wait any longer. Visit InceptionRadioNetwork.com and click on Member Login to join IRN's Insider Club and get your VIP access today. Listeners, this is MJ saying hello and sharing an awesome secret I discovered. It's called DreamNuage.com. Fresh, raw, organic ingredients are used to create all their products. They are made in very small batches to ensure quality and freshness. Handmade in the USA, each product is created with care and with the finest organic ingredients. There are no preservatives, dyes, or chemicals in any product. Stop by Dream Nuage and relax. That's D-R-E-A-M-N-U-A-G-E.com. Simple, raw, organic. Hello folks, Heidi Hollis is rocking the airwaves every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on IRN. But if you want to learn more about Heidi, check out her amazing website at www.heidihollis.com. For IRN, this is MJ. From aliens to ghosts, demons to angels, and from shadow people to the outlandish, Heidi Hollis is... Well, welcome back, everybody. You listen to me, Heidi Haas, the Outlander, and uh, I've got a fantastic guest on this evening. Her name is Sam, and uh, she's away to college. She's a youngin. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, she's been dealing with this low-down, good-for-nothing, rapey-eyed hat man, and uh, we're chatting about her experiences and hopefully coming to some remedies that uh, I think that will, you know, honestly, I know it will throw his rotten good-for-nothing self out the door because uh 
he's been working in your life for 10 years and it and is threatening this is this is the thing he always pulls the same the same pitiful lines i've got you now oh nothing's gonna work oh here we go you know i mean he does and it's just like really he, he has no new lines does he okay you know and, and it's like it's gut-wrenchingly scary as hazel to be in his presence this imagine people imagine this big tall piece of crap in your room and uh he's he's so tall he's got to bend over and then he's got a big nasty guttural voice that i'm going to get you oh you're mine now oh here you know it's like a bad family guy episode, you know, of that. It does neighbor. sound like that, actually. <laughs> right. It's like, come on over, Chris. I'm going to get you. You know, that little um, child molester that lives next door to Peter Griffin and stuff. It's like, you know, the threats get old and it's it's tiring. It wears a person down and he tries to isolate a person, make them feel like they're going crazy. Put them in the depression, first off. And, uh, you know, people around you, imagine fighting for your life. But And I, I've had these nights where I'm like, oh, my God, I've, I did everything I could to get away from these horrible things. And if they don't come in your bedroom, they come in your dreams. So you're fighting, fighting. You wake up exhausted. And you come out and everybody's like, oh, did you see the news today? Oh, I got to go to Starbucks. And I'm like, oh, I just, I just uh, survived, you know. So I, <laughs> I understand where you're at and, and what you're going through. And, and it's horribly tiring. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I've actually been losing sleep because subconsciously and consciously, like, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to see him. I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to see him. And I have glasses the next morning. It's not mm. good for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not cool. Do you, do you keep a light on in your room? I think you can light light now. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Oh, th that's good. I was going to suggest one. Uh, <laughs> you know, keep a light on. It, he doesn't appreciate it, so that's always fun. Um, so irritate him. Put a, little, put a little light in those red eyes of his. Light him up. And... Uh, I know that I was talking to you in the prior, just before this break, talking about, you know, getting back to your faith. Now, even if, you know, honestly, I think you're going to be really, really surprised by the reaction of this beast um, and putting a cross even up in your room or wearing a cross necklace. I think you'll be really surprised because uh, he, it's light in his eyes it truly is and it and it's like a burn to him and uh he doesn't appreciate it i always like to irritate him i think it's great um so irritate him with things that you know that are just the polar opposite of him you're meeting the opposite of jesus you're you're meeting his nemesis this is this is this is the dude this is the one the neither one could stand each other and uh have faith in knowing that you can you know and push him to the side. He's he's not got his claws that deep. He's trying. He's trying his best, but it's not worked in 10 years. So uh, doesn't mean it can't now. It doesn't mean that it can't. So that's why I think it's important that you look to you know, your, your faith of your childhood. And uh, no, you don't have to go all in with, uh, you know, the LDS or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, go in within you. And I think it'd be important... You know, starting college could be freaky because there's a bunch of 
strange people that don't know who you are and and it's it's so it is isolating in general until you find like minds um there's this great thing that uh they have on campus that are called you know culture groups and different socializing events and meetup.com i don't know if you've gone to meetup.com and you know never heard of it yeah, a lot of people haven't. They've got them in, you know, every city that I'm aware of. So M-E-E-T-U-P uh, and find different categories of stuff that you dig. It's people that like movie marathons, comic books, uh, you know, free plays. You know, it's just like different stuff. I'm a cartoonist, so I meet up with people that do comics. And, <laughs> you know, it's a way to get out and meet people and just, you know, breathe instead of being so surrounded by school stuff only that you just go a little mental with it. (laughs) And and a counselor, why not? You know, school counselors are cool too, though, you know, they don't always get the paranormal stuff and they like to slap titles on people. Um, But sometimes it could be beneficial to just have somebody else to talk to and maybe speak in general terms about what is your, you you could say nightmares, you know, or whatever, um, because they don't always get it. They really don't. But, uh, you know, whatever feels comfortable for you. So Mm -hmm. uh, did you, uh, what else have you experienced um, as far as his threats and whatnot? Threats. Well, it just comes to another story of an encounter. Okay. So I was 13 when this happened. Hmm. I was in a rather interesting setting. It was a, it was kind of like, there were volcanoes, kind of. There was magma everywhere, and I was running. Mm. I started with a dream running from something, and it is very close behind me. Yikes. I ran into this weird house or something. Um, One minute. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> I just I love that she's she's staying in the dorms or something I guess that's pretty pretty cool <laughs> everybody remembers going away to college and how it sucked and how isolating it was but it's all good um, <laughs> college roommates they're always fun they eat your food they push you to the side do finish your story everybody heard your your <laughs> lovely <laughs> roommate <laughs> I apologize. I do. Okay. So, yeah, I run into this old mansion. Mm -hmm. I like that classic haunted house mansion, and I'm not too fan of jump scare horror movies. Okay. Or really every time. So I'm running, and then I hide in this little annex. The door's kind of hidden. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just crouching there, I'm hiding, and then I hear footsteps walking very calmly into the room as if nothing is wrong. Oh, okay. And then I hear Andy Hatman's voice, come now, I can't be that scary. (laughs) Really? The reaction, I'm even more terrified, and I'm just huddling closer into myself. Wow. And then he walks over to where I'm hiding, like he knew where I was the entire time. And I see him 
I'm kind of hidden behind a ledge almost. Mm-hmm. I see his clawed hand grip the ledge. Ugh. And then he says, found you. And I end the dream. Because I'm so terrified. Oh my goodness. It's taken me years to figure out how to end a dream as a lucid dreamer. Yeah. And it's a wonderful ability. It it can be. You know what? Oddly enough, I don't know what it is, but when I've had these lucid dreams, okay, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I like to challenge myself in them. And uh, <laughs> if something's coming after me and and I... It, you tell me if you feel this. Do you feel tested? You know, like, I feel as if I passed or failed sometimes from these horrific encounters. Like, did I respond right? I, I almost feel like like I'm taking through the steps of if this happened in real life, I know how I could react and react more calmly because I feel like I've really experienced it in this extremely real dream of mine. I mean, do you feel that way sometimes? I mean, but I'm trying to remember anything but the fear. Ah, <laughs> There's gotcha. so much of that. I yeah. might have been tested, but I've just been too scared to recognize the facts. Gotcha. Well, especially when it's involving him. I gotcha. I'd say yeah. it, m- mine has varied. It hasn't been with him. Uh, honestly, I don't recall ever seeing him. <laughs> but other other horrible things, creatures, and ugh, just just horrible stuff. But um. So okay, so what what else has he distinctly told you? Because I, I know a lot of people are interested to hear some of the things that he said. He said to me again, pulling out the wonderful journal. Mm-hmm. And. Oh. Fingering so through it must be a big journal. <laughs> it is actually. Gosh. Several dozen pages. Okay, here's one. Mm-hmm. This time I was dreaming at my old high school one of my one of the two high schools I went to. Mm-hmm. It was in this little place called the Hidden Hallway. It was between the library and some of the math classrooms. Okay. A little niche in between the main halls. There was no one there. I was just standing in that hidden hallway. But when I looked to my left, a shadow very quickly grabs my throat and pushes me up against the wall. Yikes. I'm just hanging there about an inch, grasping onto it, and I'm looking into his eyes. Mm. He is, like, he is practically nose-to-nose with me. Oh, and you're looking into solid red eyes? Right into my face. I I couldn't breathe. Does he have bad breath? I bet he does. It gets worse. Okay. It does. You guys are going to be very interested to hear this. Okay. Wish I could phrase this properly. So basically, he says his classic phrase, you're mine, of course. Mm-hmm. And he kisses me. 
Ugh. It was terrible. Not bad. It was just, ugh. Disgusting. It was just, beautiful. Cannot even imagine. No. So I wonder what else has been kissed by this. Oh, he's raped people. Okay, yeah, I'm not alone. That's yeah. good. But yeah. yeah. And he, he just drops me. Right then and there. And he just says, in a very smug tone, I'm going to stick around, Dragon Girl. Remember that. Now, Dragon Girl is this old nickname I garnered in middle school because I was obsessed with dragons. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. I see. And this was before I knew anything about the hat man. Huh. And I, it just... helps clue me in that he's there. He's always been there. My goodness. Yeah, he's... uh. He is evil. He is uh, in cahoots with all things that are evil and dark. So he's got his eyes and ears and is observing everyone and everything. I always tell people as time goes by, there's more of a chance that he will show up at some point, if not him, shadow people. Now, when you said you're not alone, have are you saying that he's raped you as well? He got close. He got close. But then your Kara showed up. What did? You remember Kara. We talked about this earlier. Oh. Yeah, that, that never happened before. Kara's never showed in my dreams, but Kara jumps him. Isn't that something? So your comforter, the this this lizard, your your best friend as a kid, came to your rescue. Isn't that something? I, I think that's allowed me to get away safe and sound. Then the Hatman hasn't tried it since. Isn't that interesting? Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. My goodness. You know, I, I have to say that, you know, Hello? you've been absolutely brave. Uh, oh, give me one second. Uh, there's a second caller that's trying to call in. Are you still there, Sam? I'm still here. Okay. Uh, well, I have to say, Sam, you know, you've been absolutely brave for calling in and uh, talking with us about your experiences. And I want to welcome you to, you know, write me any further. But I, I do hope, and for people that didn't know during the break we were talking, and she said that you said that you could see yourself looking back to your faith in, in combating the hat man, correct? Yeah, they go ring up Jesus, get a few oh. pointers. Well, honestly, I, trust me, Knight and Shining are in armor beyond to the nth degree. And I think you're going to be really surprised. Oh, who did we lose? We lost somebody. Who's there? Sam, you here? I'm still here. Oh, okay. I think we lost the other caller. <laughs> okay. But, uh, oh, well, we lost the other caller. Oh, well, sorry about <laughs> that. Um, but, you know, I, you know, because I, I got a private message over here in the chat room where they're just like, you know, oh, you know, she's going to need, you know, some counseling and, and this, this and that. And I'm like, you know, I I thought that at a, at a certain point that, you know, I was so overwhelmed. I was in college. I was like the shadow people were just, you know, irritating the heck out of me. My college roommate, Hatman was, you know, in her room. She's screaming in, in terror. I mean, just crazy horrible stuff going on all the time and it's hard to concentrate and yeah you want to live your life and 
this is draining you. So I, I can imagine that it's been a, a very difficult time. But um, are you living in the dorms there? Mm-hmm, on campus. On campus. So, and that that's a shared room, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, your your roommate is going to have to put up with a cross or something <laughs> in the room, you know, because uh, it, I think you're you're really going to need every little ounce of uh, you know light in in your life right now. And you know, Jesus is. I think he remembers you from LDS. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what are what are your thoughts and feelings going forward? I mean, I can imagine that you're absolutely, you know, feeling horrified by what it is that you experienced even just yesterday, correct, you said? Even just yesterday, he was, I think he showed up because he was very, very, very upset that I contacted you. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, that piece <laughs> of crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard that a lot. I have heard that a lot. He hates me. I just don't understand the bastard. Um, so yeah, <laughs> you're you're kind of like a beacon, really. You you know, I I hope that you know even to serve as any example and and any bit of you know hope in 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 this fight. It's a fight between the light and the dark. You know, it it's wasn't a war. The, it is a war, and that's why I call my first book The Secret War, because people think there's going to be, you know, the, the big battle in the sky where, you know, everybody's going to be like, oh, look at the angel taking a, a left hook, and no, you know, this battle has already begun, and it's happening in our closets, in the privacy of our homes, and people haven't a clue, and and, and the, the greatest... Uh, you know, joke is you go to tell somebody and they laugh about it. And you're like, no, I'm fighting for my life. And the people die in their sleep and they're wondering like, gosh, her heart must have gave out. Don't know. Maybe she had a defect. No, the devil was in my closet and I told you about it. You know, crying out loud, you know. so Yeah, I, you're actually the first person I've actually told the entire truth on this. Oh, no, I appreciate I, it. I, I kind of stopped trying to talk to people when they listening quite frankly yeah well that's just their loss because as time goes by as I said the chances of them seeing and experiencing something like that are going up with every passing day and they're going to come knocking on you to say I'm oh my god and you're gonna be like uh-huh yeah yeah I know I told you about it told you <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh but you could take this don't don't be a don't let the fear consume you to a point where you don't reach out and say where you don't tell people I, you know what's the worst thing that they can do laugh at you oh well th- I've learned to laugh at this stuff because I realized when I sat there with a flashlight under my chin going and then the boogeyman did people were laughing and they weren't taking me as serious and they were clearing the room some people that couldn't take that kind of thing and, and I'm like I need to approach this differently and treat it as I do every other topic and matter-of-factly, you know, and just be like, yeah, I saw his rotten good-for-nothing self and dealt with this. Oh, no, the aliens came back last night, you know. <laughs> and people are just like, really, Heidi? I'm like, yeah, really, you know, this is really going on. And, and people started taking me differently, like, well, uh, what do I have to lie about? I, you, and you can't make a living off from this stuff, <laughs> you know. Nope. So, no, you just, you've got to keep, keep 
going. And uh, don't let him ruin your college years. This is the best years of your life, girlfriend. Have fun. Don't let this piece of crap take you down. And I'm so glad he was ticked because he knows his days are numbered. So, hey, do it. Get back to your faith. And I, I'm so glad that, uh, you know, you're open to that because I know I looked away from my faith, too. And had I continued, I surely wouldn't be here talking to anybody because I would have been taken out and down. And uh, it's not happening. I got a lot more to do. Oh, well, he's just going to have to keep being upset. So any other thoughts or questions that you got going on? Do you have Jesus on speed dial? Ah! <laughs> no, but you do, and so does everybody else that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. And, um, you know, I've got, I, I have a, because uh, a lot of people are like, <laughs> I am not kidding you, this is funny, Sam. So people are like, so the devil came and sat on my bed, and uh, I just am so sick of him. He's like, I mean, people are getting beat up and choked and thrown and, I mean, raped. It's horrible what he's doing. And I'm like, oh, so, you know, what's your belief? What's your faith? Oh, I don't believe in that God stuff, but the devil, I believe in him. I'm like, oh, hold <laughs> on. It's just, you know that he exists. So why not believe that the opposite of him is around too and more powerful than any of that crap combined? So have faith if even the opposite of faith and his rotten self coming around. I, it's going to blow your mind because... I mean, it, it's amazing. It's truly amazing what what can happen and take place, and it's going to happen quick. But Sam, you got to do me a favor. You've got to keep in touch and tell me what's going on, honestly. And you know, on chat, oh, I definitely will. On chat and Facebook, people don't realize I leave my Facebook chat open. Just chat. If I can't get to it, I will eventually. You know, and just just get in touch. I, it doesn't bother me none. You know, I'd rather you do that than not. And I'm always like I tell people, one good way to protect yourself, too, is bless your space that you sleep in. Because if they can't get at you physically, they'll get at you mentally and in your dreams. So do me that favor during the daytime and bless some spring water and bless every corner of your, I don't care, every crevice. And say a little prayer in Jesus' name to keep things out. And you'll be surprised at his rotten self. He's going to try to come at you in your dreams. Just wear your cross necklace at night. Keep it going. And use the cross necklace to bless your place. It's just uh, amazing what you can accomplish with that. But, Sam, I have to say, you know, hold on the line here, but I have to, cut, I have to end the show. Um, <laughs> you guys, this has been a fascinating chat. I am so proud of Sam having called. Uh, 19 years old here, everybody. Now that's balls. There you go. <laughs> calling in and saying I'm going to tackle this problem so I really appreciate you Sam t uh, taking the time you guys mm -hmm. we've come to the bottom of another program you've been listening to me Heidi Hollis the Outlander remembering always if it's weird we're here good night everybody mm -hmm.